Hello, and thank you for joining me. I'm Sonia Wood, and I appreciate you being there at our episode 55 of the Oikos Family Podcast. Whether you're watching or listening, thank you for joining me. I'm really glad you stopped to listen or to watch or both because I want to speak to you today about something that follows on from episode 53 and 54 because we're talking all about treasure hunts and we're talking about finding the treasures, which I think is a really important topic because of the way things are happening in the world at the moment, the crises, the tragedies, the the fast pace. There's just so much going on, and I think it's a good thing for us to stop and focus on how we can find treasures in the midst of the craziness. While I speak to you today, a couple of weeks ago, the coronavirus, which is the big news um, broadcast at the moment out there because it's affecting the world, actually. Flights not being able to be taken and people trapped wherever they might be. Some people are trapped on cruise ships. So they say, well, we're okay. We're on a cruise ship. But are they really? Because of the fact that surely it's a disruption to everybody's life. They're not returning when they planned. And we could go on and on and on of all the the drama out there that is happening regarding the coronavirus. And we're sitting here unaffected by it, supposedly, but not entirely, because I think that it's the times like these that we can really commit to praying for people that are suffering. So we can actually find the treasure in that, in the fact that we can give. We can give support, we can give help, wherever we possibly can. And so this theme that I started with from episode 53 being about treasures and finding the treasures and treasure hunts is something that I think um, is an important theme, is an important topic for us to focus on. So that's why I appreciate you stopping by and taking this time to listen or to watch or both listen and watch. So before I go too far into episode 55, I'd like to start with reading to you from Philippians because I mentioned at the beginning of our filming these um, podcasts, by the way, if you're just listening and you want to watch this podcast, we are actually putting filmed podcasts onto YouTube and we are premiering them which means when you watch it, you can comment um, as though it was live. So I will be there commenting with you. So I will be available to to see if anybody's got any specific question, comment they would like to contribute while they're watching uh, the, the recorded YouTube podcast, video podcast. So if you'd like to be able to engage in that way, then all you need to do is subscribe to the Oikos YouTube channel and then click the bell. Apparently that part is really important, I'm told, because people have subscribed and then they say, but I weren't notified and I missed the podcast after the fact. And I have since learned that unless you click the bell, you won't be notified when it's going to go live. So it's important that you click the bell if you want to be notified, that's one. And two, even if um, you're not notified before it goes live, any time that we put anything onto the Oikos YouTube channel and you have clicked the bell, it will notify you. You will be notified, should I say, by receiving an email notification to say, oh, Oikos has put up a new video onto the Oikos YouTube channel. So 
all those details aside, let me get into reading to you from Philippians. Philippians chapter 2, verse 14. I actually spoke about this in episode 54, but I don't think I can speak about it enough, so I'm going to speak about it again. Do everything without complaining or arguing. I'm going to just stop right there because that's episode, episode, Philippians 2 verse 14. Um, I mentioned just now about the coronavirus that has been all over the news. And there's quite a, a different reactions from people. And there's this one person that we've noticed that he is just refusing to complain about the situation. And he's putting such a good message out there to people that are really having a lot that they could be complaining about. They could be complaining about the fact that they can't get to work. Food's running out. I mean, something so critical as that um, is running out. And they there's a lot of reason, one would think, or one would agree, I suppose, to say that they surely have things to complain about. But this one guy that we have been watching in the news, he's just been insisting that he will not complain. He will just make the most of the situation. And I just think, well, good on him, because actually in the Word of God, it says, do everything without complaining or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault and a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars. Now, I wanted to focus on the part of shine like stars because in episode 54, I was focusing on do everything without complaining or arguing. But today's episode, I'd like to focus on that part of the scripture from Philippians chapter 2, verse 14, about the shining like stars part. Because what I've been hearing from people is that it's really helpful for parents if I can give some practical tips on how to take the Word of God and actually make it um, into a practical application. So that's what that's what I want to help you with, uh, specifically through this treasure hunt theme that we have going for February, because of the fact that it involves a little bit of um, the parent doing some preparation, which I mentioned in a previous episode. It doesn't have to be a lot of preparation. It doesn't have to take a lot of your time. But I'm sure you agree that your time given to your children is very, very precious, and it is really worth a lot more than things. Your time is very, very valuable to your children. So the little bit of time that you would need to take, perhaps, to get some ideas going, um, practical ideas, practical application of things that you can do about um, for bringing this shining like stars out of the word and into a practice. So I've got a little couple of things I want to show you. Okay, so I've got this little whiteboard here, and I've got a whiteboard marker. Now, we actually do at Oikos every time anybody um, order something at the moment. I'm speaking at this time in February 2020 because it, it's always changing. But for quite a while now, I'd say at least a year, maybe longer, and we hope to keep this going for even longer. We put in a little um, scripture or a quote in everybody's parcel that's about an A5 size. I think this. I think this is about an A4, and it's half of the size. I think approximately that. I'm not actually sure what this exact size of this is, and I know. If you are watching this and you're not um, relating to what I'm talking about when I say A4, because your sizes are different in your country. 
So it's about this size, approximately this size. It, half of the size is where it was what we send to people in um, their, pay, their parcels when they place an order on the Oikos online store. We send them a little quote or a little scripture. And on the we laminate that card, and on the back it's just white. And then we hope that um, uh, parents will use the back to as a little notice board. Maybe put a little smiley face on it, or put um, a note to yourself, a reminder to yourself about something. Use it for a reminder, wipe off board, or get your children to write a scripture on it for that week, and then put it on their bedroom mirror or wherever it is appropriate. So I'm just letting you know to um, about using the flip side of the quotes and scriptures we send you as a wipe-off board. Or if you're not ordering on the Oikos online store and you're not getting these little scriptures, well, then the same things can apply. You can just get a piece of white paper, get your children to do some lovely artwork on it, and then laminate it. And on the reverse side, you'll be able to use it as a white, um, whiteboard. So now I realize that some people are just listening to this and not watching, and I'm going to show something now. So I'm just going to do my best to explain what I'm showing so that if you're just listening, you can get the idea. But I don't really know how you're going to be able to fully um, visualize what I'm actually showing. So maybe if you can just go and watch it on the YouTube channel to see what I'm about to show. You can watch the video later after if you're just listening now. This is what I wanted to show you. Is a very long time ago, my mother taught us this. I'm going to try and, I don't know how to do it backwards, so I'm going to have to do it like this. She taught us how to do a little star like that. Okay, I'm going to do it slow. You go straight line, and then you come up at an angle, so you about halfway, but halfway up the line of where you originally went. You see, that's a completely different shape. So you get your children to just draw stars. Okay, I'm doing this at a very... Oh, look at that. I didn't do that one very well. You see, they're going to sometimes do that. Um, I do it without really thinking. The moment I think about it, I can't get it right. Okay, so now I've got our children to draw lots of little stars like this. And now you can turn these little stars into something fun. Let's say you could make this little smiley face over here. See? And then this could be his arms. You could make him into a little man. And those are the buttons on his shirt. And there you've got a little, uh, a little man made out of the shining star. So this was just one idea I wanted to share with you about getting your whiteboard or pieces of paper, crayon, cokey, whatever, and just having your children draw these stars. I just know we had a lot of fun with it because we just spend hours getting different shapes. So every time you do it, it comes out as a different shape. And then they can color the whole thing in so you don't even see that it was actually um, created in that way, the way that I have illustrated here. For those listening, I'm sorry if I can't explain exactly what I'm doing. Here, I hope you can go and watch it on YouTube. I'm sure you'll be able to do that. All right, so now I wanted to finish with coloring in this whole star because I wanted to say to you that the, the ideas of this is endless now you see you can actually now just tidy it up if you want to make it more even if if that's what your child would prefer and you can just actually get the beginning shape of it in that quick um, demonstration that I showed just now 
Now I'm going to leave this here to remind us of the other ideas that that I that I had when I was thinking about sharing being a shining star and bringing that that word from Philippians into practice. Because this is just one thing that could your children can spend a very long time drawing um, stars and getting those different shapes and. And in actual fact, you know what I've just noticed here? I've just noticed on the side of this Bible, or in actual fact, let's show on the cover. Look, there's a star. It's actually a cross, but turned into um, a star shape. So you see, I didn't even notice that until now while I'm busy talking to you. And the fact that this is gold and shiny, I don't know if that's coming up in the in the picture on the video, but what you could do to be shining stars is you could get your children to draw these on card. They could then cut them out. They could then cover them with foil. You could get different colors, color foil, just regular tin foil or gold foil or bronze foil. You know, there's so much available in the craft shops now or online even. And something that I have discovered that the children also absolutely love, and that's glitter. Now, I know it might be messy, but you can actually get glitter sticks now where they just color in with the glitter. It's like a, a gel. It's a long time ago that I'm... There might be something even better now. And they can just color over the top of their um, drawing or their card that they've cut out like a star with glitter and make it shine. Now, you might wonder, why do all these star-related um, activities? Well, the reason is, is because you're taking something from the Word where God says that we must be as shining stars. So you're teaching your children how to Bring something that's from God's word into practical application, and then it's there as a constant reminder. So you could have the children stick the stars up. They could make a mobile out of the stars. You could They could make a huge collage with just a variety of different stars that all the different children have done. The littlest one, whereby um, the older child cut the star out and just gave it to the little one to to color in, for example. And now you can take all your children's handiwork and put it together in a lovely big collage and put it on the wall with the scripture from Philippians that is a constant reminder to for us to become as shining stars before the Lord. So now you as a parent have perhaps got something practical to assist you in helping your own character and your children's character be transformed into more of what will be a blessing for you, for them, and for those around us. Just like the person I was talking about who has been sharing with us about his experience of being in quarantine, I think that's what it is, in um, uh, regarding this coronavirus. He, to me, has been a shining star. I'm experiencing him being a shining star. And the reason why is because he's refusing to complain. He's taking a really trial... Uh, trying situation and he's encouraging others to not complain and to make the most of it and to be a star. And in actual fact, he somebody even asked him, what does it feel like to become a star? He says, I'm not a star, I'm just an ordinary guy. No, but you are because, the, you know, you've got so many followers now, everybody's so interested in watching uh, what this guy's got to share and say about his experience in the midst of a crisis. And he's just going, no, I'm not, I'm just a regular guy. But my experience watching him is he is a star. He has been such a wonderful example of somebody that is refusing to complain. So 
that really impacted me and I thought, you know, I'd like to share this on the next podcast. I'd like to share it with the parents to help them with practical things, uh, um, examples so that you have now got that and you can actually share that with your children and, you, and you've got it in your home, the stars that you've made and you, when there's a situation in your household whereby maybe somebody's not quite shining and somebody is maybe complaining, you can actually take them to that scripture and to that example and say, let's try and shine. Let's try and be shining examples for one another. And when we're being that for one another, then we are pleasing the Lord and then he is blessing us and we are blessing one another. It's just fantastic. Okay, so that was, let me put this whiteboard away now. So that was just, I mean, I'm sure you can understand now that there's a lot more that I could share with you with regard to crafts um, and ideas of what you can do with this one simple topic. Two little words here in Philippians chapter 2, verse 14 says, we must shine like stars, be like shining stars. And so I'm going to encourage you to for this just to be a little uh, launch into many activities for um, being a shining star, many different activities, crafts you can do. I know that the World Wide Web out there has just got so, so much to offer. Oh, actually, look here, I didn't put this on. You know what this is? This is a little moon. It's a little, oh, I don't know how that happened. I picked it up and it just went on. Oh, here's a little thing. Look at that. It's shining, and now it's not. We just got this online. Um, we actually got it, um, I think I bought this for Jamie just to have on his desk because he likes this kind of thing. He loves looking at the moon and, and um, stargazing. So it was something that we got for him, and now I'm putting it here. Let me see what it looks like if I make it like that. There you go, and it's shining now rather than not. See, so you could use that as an example. You could make this one of your treasure hunts. If you if you found something that illustrates shining, as I am illustrating with this moon, for those of you who are listening and not watching, I've got a, I don't know what to call it, an ornament. <laughs> it's, a, it's a moon, not a moon, actually. It's a round ball that looks like the moon, and it's got a light inside it. And as I tap the bottom of the... the the sensor on the bottom of the moon, it makes the light different colors within. So again, you can go and watch the video if you want to see more about that. But um, I was talking to you in one of the previous episodes about treasure hunts and find little little things for your children um, for their treasure hunts. So as they're going around doing the treasure hunt that you've planned for them, I hope you're planning treasure hunts for them and that you've started making strides in that direction. Um, but what you can do is you can collect these kinds of little things that don't have to be hugely expensive and you can have them as part of their treasure hunt. So, or, or you could have at the end of the treasure hunt, you can have this activity that I've suggested, the different star making stars activities, or you would have got some ideas from the various uh, places that you go to, to look for craft ideas. I don't know where you hunt to find those things. You might at just your local support group when you're all gathering together, you might talk about um, various uh, 
uh, crafts that you have shared that you share with one another. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you do it out there, but for me, when when our children were growing up, we didn't have something called Google. Would you believe that Google actually came into being after our first child was born? I think that's right. I think I got that right. Isn't that incredible? In fact, I picked up this little book that, um, when I was, again, just getting ready to come and sit and share with you. And I looked in the front cover of this book. It's called What Every Mother Needs to Know. That's the title of this book. And I looked here and I saw it came. It was given to me by my very dear friend, Julia. And she gave it to me for my birthday in 1995. I could not believe it when I read that. I thought, wow, I've had this book a while. 24 years, 25 years or so. Yeah, 25 years. And in here, while I was flipping through this, while Jamie was busy getting the lights and camera and everything ready, I saw this quote, which I want to read to you. It says, Susan Wesley. I don't know if you know Susan Wesley. If you don't, I suggest you go find out who Susan Wesley is. Something else for you to do. I'll, I'll give you one hint. She's the mother of Charles and John Wesley. You might know Charles and John Wesley because they're quite prominent people in history, figures of history. Anyway, it says here, she taught her 10 children at home, 10 children, while running an orderly household. I think that's impressive. I've done some podcasts on order and the importance of order, if you want to listen to those. Okay, I'm going to start from the beginning. Susan Wesley, mother of Charles and John, taught her 10 children at home while running an orderly household. When each child turned five, she taught him the alphabet, and then they began reading the Bible, beginning with Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. You see what her importance was, what her priority was. She taught her children the alphabet, taught them to read, and taught them to read from the Bible. I think it's fantastic. You go and do, if you can, a bit of a study or research on Susan Wesley, because I'm sure you'll be encouraged by her. She is a mother that is worth learning more about. So I think I've given you enough for today for this particular podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope that you're going to do lots of star crafts with your children and you're all going to be like shining stars before the Lord. I hope you're going to be encouraged um, and keep the complaining away and that these little ideas that I've given you, that they will be supportive to you and for you and your parenting and your household and your children and your learning lifestyle. Thank you so, so much for watching. Please, or, or for listening, thank you for listening or watching. Thank you for being with me today. I always find it an enormous privilege to be able to have this moment to share with you. It just doesn't fade for me that. In fact, if anything, it increases this experience of being able to sit here and talk to you wherever you are. I'm very grateful that you took the time to listen and that I had this opportunity to share with you. Thank you for joining me. Until next time, bye for now.